Everyone involved in a project needs to know what the others are talking about. Use case diagrams often are a very well communication tool. Let's dive deeper into this topic today. I'm your host Chris and this is the UX Globus podcast. So what can you do with use case diagrams? As the name already says, you can visualize different use cases. You can show what the user's input is and how the system will handle it. Furthermore, it is possible to make clear which APIs and other systems are required to make your solution work. Do you need something for payments or logins from other platforms like social media are questions that can be answered in use case diagrams. The first category of objects in one of those diagrams is an actor. Most of the time they are the ones that trigger the use case. They perform an action that is followed by a reaction from the system. But it can also be the other way around. An actor can also receive information or tasks by the system. Furthermore, actors are not necessarily a real person but can also be another system like a payment provider, as described before. Generally spoken, everyone or everything that gives input to your system or receives anything from it is considered as an actor. Usually the actors are described by a noun or name. Use cases on the other hand are actions that can get performed by the system. Depending on the context, use cases can be more detailed or more shallow. Check out the shopping bag, could be one use case. Everyone knows what the idea behind this action is and that other actions follow this one. If you want to check out your shopping bag, it is clear that you need to log in, which is another use case that gets included from the first one. And this is another relation that gets visualized in use case diagrams, an include connection. These connections show that another use case needs to be performed when one use case was performed before. But what happens if you logged in but you entered the wrong password? Then an extending use case will follow. You can add a condition to the extends use case connection. And this would be something like, is the password correct? If it was correct, the workflow will continue. If it were incorrect, the extended action would be performed and another password input would be required. Let's take our music break before we come to the benefits and downsides of these diagrams. Alright, so what are the benefits of use case diagrams? Well, as I've said before, the main advantage is that all use cases a system must be able to handle can be shown in multiple use case diagrams. Therefore, everyone involved in the project knows what the functionalities are. But this brings us directly to the downside of those diagrams. What if you have no idea how to read one of the charts? 
then you have no idea what they show and creating them is not easy too. A widespread problem is to know when you should use extends and include connections. All of that, however, will become more clear the more often you use those kinds of diagrams. And therefore, my advice is to start using them as soon and as often as possible. Practicing tasks, however, does not only apply to these diagrams, but everything in life. Especially as an entrepreneur, we need to start many different things and get so much stuff done every single day. Many of those tasks were not easy at the beginning. Do you think I was used to cold message strangers? Definitely no. I was one of the shyest persons you could find. But I got more and more used to connecting with others. And all of the people I got into contact with were super friendly. My advice is to get uncomfortable with what you are doing. And good things will follow. Please join the UX Globus community on Facebook. And remember to always keep pushing. Have a good one.